0: Hello everybody, welcome once again to Vineyard Community Church. We're very glad you're with us. As we continue on in the series we're doing called Living is Christ. And we've been um, working through this series out of two passages, Philippians 1, 20-27 where Paul says to live is Christ. And then now in Ephesians 4, um, we're talking about putting off the old self and putting on the new self uh, and you know, the the thing that I want to make sure that we keep getting at is that this idea um, is about cooperating with the Holy Spirit, that this new self is in in effect created by God for us, and uh, the Holy Spirit, you know, as we yield to Him, He puts it on us. It's not like we're out there working to try and just change from the outside in our own strength. He's doing an inside-out work by the Spirit, and as we see these new attitudes being developed in us, then we, we know that that's the Spirit of God working in us to make these changes um, in the course of our lives. And so we've, we've talked about a lot of the ideas of what these new attitudes look like and contrasted them to the old attitudes. And um, really, I think we're, we're down to about the last three weeks, what we're going to talk about. Last week, we talked about kindness and compassion. This week, I want to talk about forgiveness, because those three together are, are really the, the culmination of this uh, of these new attitudes well, combined with what we'll talk about the next two weeks which is what it means to be the child of God next week and then about love the following week um, but, but these three things are just really important kindness compassion and forgiveness and how they work together is very very important and so we we looked at the first two last week and I, I do want to spend our time today talking about forgiveness and all that it means because it's at the heart of the walk of a believer is understanding what forgiveness is and how forgiveness is to be flowing through us. With that in mind, this guy comes to see his pastor and he says, listen, pastor, I got I to gotta tell this to somebody. I have stolen this big fat chicken from somebody's yard. And the pastor says, well, that's, that's not right. The guy says, yeah, I know. Would you, would you like to take it? And the pastor said, no, I don't, I don't want it. Why don't you just return it to the person you stole it from? And the guy said, well, I offered to it, uh, him to it, and he won't have it. And the pastor said, well, in that case, you can, you can keep it yourself. The guy said, well, thank you. Thank you, pastor. And later on, the pastor went home to find that one of his chickens had been stolen. <laughs> it's bad, right? Okay. I got one more. So a Sunday school teacher just concluded a lesson that she was teaching to her kids all about forgiveness. And she wants to make sure they've gotten it. So she says, "Can anybody tell me what you must do before you can obtain forgiveness of sins?" And there was a pause in the room. Finally, a little boy jumped up in the back and he said, "Sin." <laughs> okay. That's funny, too. <laughs> Scripture reading Now will be much better. Ephesians 4, 22 And following you were taught, with regard to your former way of life, to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self, created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to his neighbor. For we are all members of one body. In your anger, Do not sin, do not let the sun go down while you're still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. He who's been stealing must steal no longer, but must work, doing something useful with his own hands, that he may have something to share with those in need. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. Blessed be the word of the Lord. We're going to dig into the back half of uh, verse 32. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. So let's hop right in. Let's start talking about point number one, forgiving each other. Forgiving each other. And the, the thing that Paul is saying here is that because God has forgiven us, we need to forgive others. And we have been forgiven. It's the most amazing thing. It's the, the idea. You know, sometimes when, when, you, when I stop and think about this life in Christ, and i i really let it wash over me again and you know there's so many cool things that happen you know I, I love the idea of eternal life and what that means i mean don't get me wrong i think that's that's awesome even trying to comprehend the idea of of that whole thing and 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 being in the presence of god in in a way that you know changes everything and uh, you know new the promise of a new body, and, and uh, you know there 's so many things I think about in that whole deal and, and, and you know that the Holy Spirit dwells in me. We talked about that how amazing it that God actually lives inside me as a believer and, and, and uh, all that that means and then this is another one of those things that I just that just amazes me the idea of being forgiven that that i 've been forgiven of, of every Mess, every sin, every broken thing, everything that i 've done um, he 's forgiven me and and the it's it's overwhelming you know the it 's one of those things that the enemy doesn 't really want us to figure out because it's 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 so freeing to know that he forgives us, and you know we didn 't earn it we didn't he just gives it to us he he paid the price for us on the cross jesus did, and so because of that, you know, we're forgiven, we're forgiven now and forever and um, it, it's a continual thing it's, it's amazing, even when I mess up, uh, you know, 30 years in this journey now, and even when I mess up, I can go to the Father, and, and He forgives me, and He always will forgive me, I can never run it out it won't ever run out, it, it, because if, if I ever, you know, if it was ever possible for Him not to be that way, we'd quit going, so He's always that way, it's just it's hard for us to fathom How amazing forgiveness is But he says Now in the same way That we've been forgiven We're to forgive others And this is where it gets a a little trickier uh, In the process You know we live in a fallen world And We're going to hurt people People are going to hurt us Um, Our selfishness Other people's selfishness Will cause all of us A lot of pain And yet we need to be able to forgive those who have hurt us and um, that can only really happen when we really take in how great forgiveness is and, and having received this forgiveness how amazing that really is in our lives and that what He wants us to do, what God wants us to do as part of this new self that the Holy Spirit is working on, is that this forgiveness then should flow out of us. These things should be flowing out of us now. Compassion, kindness, and forgiveness. These are the, the opposite of all that mess that we've read, that the old self hangs on to, and and this new life should be this, this sort of f- flowing compassion, kindness, and forgiveness. And And forgiveness is really the the big one of those three, until you sort of really get forgiveness, it's very hard to be compassionate and kind the way we need to be. So why is it then so difficult for us to um, forgive people that have hurt us? And, and why do we struggle with it in the way that we do? And, and um, so let me say that, that primarily the reason that we struggle with extending forgiveness when we do is we have a wrong view of justice and how it relates to forgiveness our idea of justice is a little messed up and my favorite Jesus parable about justice is in Matthew 20 Now, a lot of times when people talk about forgiveness you could keep reading uh, about Jesus talking about forgiveness and there's great stories where he says you know this about this guy who um, was forgiven you know a million dollars who wouldn't forgive a guy who owed him ten dollars and all that that's a good story too but I think people go "Oh, well I can handle that you know some if I was forgiven a million dollars easy but this story will make you think about how you're doing with your view on what justice looks like and how it impacts you. I look at this story all the time um, this parable, this teaching and I I use it as a sort of way to see how I'm doing in life. So let's read it. It's uh, Matthew 20 beginning in verse 1. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire men to work in his vineyard. He agreed to pay them a denarius for the day sent him into his vineyard. About the third hour he went out and saw others standing in the marketplace doing nothing and he told them you also go and work in my vineyard and I will pay you whatever is right so they went he went out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour and did the same thing about the eleventh hour he went out and found still others standing around and he asked them why have you been standing here all day long doing nothing because no one has hired us they answered he said to them you also go and work in my vineyard when evening came The owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, call the workers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last ones hired and going on to the first. The workers who were hired about the eleventh hour came and each received a denarius. So when those who were hired first came, they expected to receive more. But each one of them also received a denarius. And when they received it, they began to grumble against the landowner. These men were hired last, worked only an hour and You've made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the work in the heat of the day. But he answered one of them, Friend, I, I'm not being unfair to you. Didn't you agree to work for a denarius? Take your pay and go. I want to give the man who hired last the same as I gave you. Don't I have the right to do what I want to do with my own money? Or are you envious because I'm generous? So the last will be first, and the first will be last. Now, this story. So you have to take it in and think about it. You have to think about for it to help you in this how you would feel if you were one of the first people hired. How would you feel if you were in that first group? Now you're pretty happy. Think about it. You start your day. You're pretty happy. You're getting a job. And you're getting a, a good day's pay. Denarius, that was a good deal. That was worth your day. You were happy about it when you got this job. You were like this is good. I'm going to have food for the family. You know, it's going to pay the bills. This is a really, really good thing. I'm so blessed to have work today. And you start working, and you begin to work. And a few hours later, another crew comes in to help, and you're probably pretty happy about that too. Oh well, good. We got some people coming to help us. That's really good. And throughout the day, people keep struggling in. Finally, the last hour. You know, the last hour, you're not going to get much done anyway, right? You're kind of just thinking about cleaning up and sweeping up and doing some more. They show up and they kind of help with the cleanup process, and you go, well, all right, whatever. And um, it might have been good to have some people there during cleanup And then the owner says, come on, let's pay everybody. And those guys who came in last, they get a full day's pay. And you look at that, and you're, you're not really sure what to think about that at first. But, but you're thinking, your first thought is, well, gosh, if they, got a, if they got a full day's pay, they only worked an hour. I worked all day, eight hours. I mean, he's gonna. he's going to, this guy's awesome. <laughs> and then he hands you a denarius and you're like well that's not right that's not fair that's not just that doesn't how is that even okay they they, you see him going that's not okay that's not okay for that to happen I worked all day I deserve this and there's no way they should get the same thing that I get and the guy says I paid you what I agreed to it's not it's not the issue you're missing the whole point I want to I want to bless these people and and I read that story and I can tell how I'm doing in a lot of things in life because I know I know what Jesus attitude would have been if he was the first guy in and that happened how cool is that for you? I'm so happy for you. I'm, I'm going to share that with you. I'm just, I'm blessed because you've been blessed. I think that's an amazing deal. That, 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 that guy was that generous with you. And yet that's pretty interesting, right? Because I don't think that's how most of us view a lot of things in life. Because this thing about justice is ripping around in our brain. And we go, well, that's, that's not fair. It's not right. So forgiveness is a lot like that. We've been forgiven. Whatever level you've been forgiven, it was more than you ever deserved, and it was significant because all of us have gone way off track. And and the the thing about that, he says, I've forgiven you, so I want you to be the. Sa- I want you to be like that. That's what I want you to do too. And you, oh well, no, no, I get. So so, how do we how do we actually become like that? Well, the second thing is, what we have to learn with forgiveness is that we have to first we have to give whatever the situation is to God. We have to give it to God so so the reality is with forgiveness I'm gonna quit trying to get even in in this thing with whatever's happened to me and I'm just gonna let God handle the justice see when we don't forgive it's because we're still trying to mediate the justice we want to be in we want to be in control of it and so we hang on to it and 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 God says no I'm the guy who does justice you give it to me and let me deal with it and and see here's the thing you gotta know that God's gonna deal with it now he could be like that guy and give them guys in an hour a whole day's thing and yet really that's pretty cool when you think about that but it's hard to get to right away Romans twelve nineteen, Paul says don't take revenge my friends but leave room for God's wrath for it is written it's mine to avenge I will repay says the Lord now he he if he he'll take care of the stuff one way or another he's he's you can trust him he'll get it whatever it needs to happen he's gonna make sure that it happens but let me explain with that in mind about what forgiveness isn't. Because here's where I think a lot of people get stuck. Forgiveness does not mean instant restoration of trust. So, so if someone has wronged you significantly, let's, let's get to significant wrong, what, what we're dealing with here. I mean, little things, we get stuck on petty stuff all the time. Just let the petty stuff go. But I'm talking about significant things that have happened when you forgive someone you're you're ultimately giving it to God to deal with and 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 yet it doesn't mean that, that the situation returns to what it was before the offense necessarily on big stuff okay see forgiveness he commands us to forgive forgiveness is something that we have to deal with we have to forgive. it's not something I'll get to it he tells us to forgive because he's forgiven us and he's saying you need to do that When we don't forgive people, we get bitter and it only hurts us. It doesn't hurt the people we're withholding it from. It doesn't impact them at all. They don't even really care. Um, But now this unforgiveness is just killing us inside. So we forgive. But it doesn't mean that we necessarily trust that person. It means we forgive them. See now, forgiveness is based on grace, which we receive. Trust is actually based on works you earn trust trust is something that's earned um, you know initially maybe you know I think as part of the process when I first meet people I try and be very trusting when they violate that trust it changes and and I don't become unforgiving but I go well I have a different issue now because now I don't trust you and we have to work on that if you want to that's, that's totally on the other person So so some people withhold forgiveness because they think that forgiving a situation means it just goes back to the way it was and that's not forgiveness forgiving a person doesn't mean you have to trust them they have to if they want they want restoration they'll have to earn that trust again and that takes time it's based on time it's it's a it's, a const- it's just totally based on time. Forgiveness means I'm going to quit holding on to it. I'm going to put it in God's hands. That's, that's what forgiveness is all about. That's what he's telling you to do. He's telling you to do that for your sake because you're going to find life there again. You get to let that mess go. That person who's hurt you can't continue to hurt you in this unforgiveness thing that now is on you. And you're just letting it go. I know it's a big step. I know there's some huge hurts out there. But I'm telling you, this is where you find life. You, you just, God, you're going to have it and you let Him have it. It doesn't mean that everything is where it was because there's an issue that's, you know, the God is amazing because He forgives and forgets. He wants us to forgive. We don't have that capacity yet to forget like that. He wants us to forgive, but when you try to forget something, you remember it more. So, so you, you can't get stuck on that, but what you do is you decide it can't have that power in my life anymore, and so I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it up. I'm going to give it to you, God. I'm just not going to carry it anymore. I don't like the situation. It wasn't right. You know, all those things. I give it to you. I trust that you'll deal with it. And I'm going to go back to a life, whatever that looks like. But but it, it may not be the way it was. It might be a little different until trust is restored. And trust is something that has to happen. So if you're in a situation where someone has hurt you, and, and then you, sometimes... Here's how I generally tell if people are sincere If, if there's been something that's happened and, and forgiveness has been necessary And forgiveness has been given um, and, But the, the trust isn't where it needs to be Sometimes people will try and say Well I thought you forgave me And it's manipulation Because things haven't gone back the way they wanted them And I go oh, I've totally forgiven you well, I don't trust you yet and, and I hope that I can But that's just going to take some time I want to. You got every opportunity in the world with me to earn my trust if you want it, but that's a different situation. And I'm, I, you know, wisdom says I got to see that that takes place, and that can only happen over time. Repentance is borne out over time. That's how you know if it was sincere or not. It it, it takes a little time. Uh, big thing. Remember, I'm talking big stuff now. Okay. Don't. If I cut you off on the highway, I expect you to forgive me right away. <laughs> So what do we do? Third, you have to rest in His grace. See, if I don't rest in God's grace and give the people that have hurt me to Him, I become bitter. And my life then begins to have a negative impact on the lives of everybody I'm in relationship with. That's what bitterness does. Hebrews 12, 15, See to it that no one misses the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many see that's that whole thing if you if we don't give it to him this bitterness comes in us and it ruins our relationship with other people because we get closed off and we get hard and we get because it just eats us um, it's, it's not something that you're supposed to carry you have to give it to him and so this whole thing is you, you have to you, you you can't connect with God and you really can't connect with other people the way that He wants you to until we've really gotten a hold of this idea of what forgiveness is. So, um, look, if, you've, if you're holding on to any of this stuff, if someone's, and you've just sort of in the past, you've refused to forgive because you thought it meant that everything had to go back. No, no, no. But, but you need to forgive. And if you, if you struggle with that, ask God to help you. He'll, he's really good that way. You, God, I can't forgive that person. I don't want to forgive that person. But, but I know that I'm supposed to. Will you help me? And He will. And, and you'll start the process. And, and it does make a difference. You know, the, the, the people ask me sometimes, well, how do you know if you've really forgiven someone? This is my take on that. Just Take it for, for whatever it is. Here's when I know that I've moved pretty well into that process. I can begin to pray for them sincerely to be blessed. Um, and, and I can mean it when I pray it. So I can tell I'm not there if I pray that, you know, God, I, I know you still love that person, but I wish you would direct a tornado <laughs> that only strikes that person's property and leaves everybody else unharmed so they know what they've done to me <laughs> is significant. So you don't want to pray that way. Um, but, but when you get to the spot where you can just pray, okay, God, everybody's broken, including me. This hurt. It's hurt. You know. And he does. But God, I'm going to give it to you. And trust that you'll deal with it. And in the meantime, things don't have to go back to the way they were. Put some boundaries in place to where, you know, I can be safe. My family can be safe. But it doesn't have to destroy me um, by being bitter. Because I trust that you've got it. And so, so that's sort of the idea. So then... We become forgiving people. It starts to flow out of us. We just get you're all broken, I'm broken, we're gonna hurt one another. You know, as much as I can we're gonna we're gonna make sure that this is flowing and then if there's a trust issue we'll we'll work on that and we'll we'll see what we can do. But forgiveness isn't where we get stopped. We 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 forgive because we've been forgiven. And so take that in and, and sort of, you know, pray through that. And if you've got any anybody maybe you've been hanging on to, do some business with God this week and just say, Okay, I gotta I really do want to let that go. And uh, you'll find that it brings peace and freedom to you in the process. Okay, so that's what I wanted to talk about with you today. And uh, we'll end it there. If you're watching on the video or the webcast, thanks for doing that. We hope to see you soon. If you need prayer, go to the website. There's a prayer page. And we will pray for you when you fill it out. We hope to see you soon.